the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason. Uh, on this Thursday, the fourth day of January, and it's it's a cold one. Uh, it was in the 30s here in Arizona. Poor Jason. Uh, the heat stopped working in in the office there in Fort Lupton. Of course, it was like in the 20s uh, up there in Colorado. But uh, hopefully we'll be able to get the heat back on. And uh, Jason, but he's all bundled up. He's got he's got the leather jacket on. He's looking good though. He's looking good. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance, uh, gold and silver. It is what we do. Allamericangold.com. That is the website. Uh, I know we, we've had some issues there. Uh, Kit, well, not, we haven't had. Kitco's had some issues. Uh, they got hacked uh, right before Christmas, and they're still working their uh, working around this stuff. Uh, so we'll as quickly as we can. We'll, we'll get the gold and silver prices back up uh, at allamericangold.com. Jason, put the hoodie up. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's probably a little cold over there, Jason. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. It's uh, yeah, I've only been in this building for less than a year, but uh, I, for some reason it, it, it tried kicking on at 845 several times, but nothing blew, so I... The guys are going to get here and start making noise. I don't know at what time. It could be an hour, two hours, whenever they get here. But I'll I'll let you know. But yeah, it's it's not it's not terribly cold. Most people most people would be like, ah, that's not that bad. It's like fifty nine degrees in here. But it's I, I don't I like I like sixty eight, sixty nine, seventy. That's what I like. So it's uh, it's ten yeah, degrees, well, I'll, twelve degrees below. Just, yeah, I'll, I'll just say that uh, here in Arizona, anything below sixty is freezing. That's that's kind of our our you know. I know <laughs> hey, thirty two degrees is freezing. No. Uh, anything in the 50, uh, 50 degree range or lower, uh, that is technically freezing uh, for us in Arizona. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. It's not the end of the world. I, now, if I was on one of these end units or a single building, uh, right now, I, uh, as I was telling Joe before the show, that I'm in a middle unit, so uh, I'm thinking the heat is bleeding off from the other units from the, both sides of me to keep me uh, at least at least doable. If it was cold, if it was another ten or fifteen degrees colder, Joe, I'd probably just wait. <laughs> I wouldn't even be on the air because I couldn't handle being in here. But it's it's doable. I'm gonna fight through a little bit of cold. It's no big deal. There you go. Well, see, that's how tough we are. We'll we'll fight through this kind of stuff. We had uh, uh, it's jobs week this week. Now we had the holiday. Uh, so we we uh, normally would get ADP yesterday. Uh, we got it today. We had uh, first time jobless claims today. We'll get the government's jobs number uh, tomorrow. Uh, but nothing in the jobs data today signifies uh, a rate cut in March. Now, right now they're saying there's a 75% chance of a rate cut in March. 
Um, I don't know. I, I'm not seeing that. I don't see that. Uh, but, you know, I, I think maybe June uh, it would probably be a better, uh, more realistic. Now, the data can change quickly, but uh, we'll see what, what happens. We also got the Fed minutes yesterday. No, uh, we had a sell-off in gold and silver yesterday. Back higher today uh, as the Fed. We actually got the, the minutes from the meeting in December uh, and, and Jason, not a surprise uh, that they, they, it was dovish, maybe not as dovish as Wall Street made the, the Jay Powell press conference, but uh, it was enough to still cling to uh, a cut in, uh, in interest rates in March, uh, maybe a little less certain of, of the March date after the minutes, uh, but the minutes did did suggest that the Fed is definitely going to cut rates at some point in, in 2024. Yeah, and, and March actually doesn't seems kind of like kind of far away right now. <laughs> we just started January, so I wouldn't be surprised at a rate cut in, in uh, March. It just depends on how much uh, blood is in the street, so to speak, Joe. How how bad the markets really are. And I would say by March, there's plenty of time for things to kind of go in the wrong direction. So I think say, look, look, we're going to cut. We have to. So I, I think I think it could happen in March for sure, Joe. Yeah, and again, uh, no, no sign of an in, you know an immediate rate cut. So at the next meeting, no one's anticipating a, a rate cut there. Uh, clearly, in the minutes, they they felt like rates were at. Or near the peak, uh, but again, you know, leaving that room. Well, you know, hey, we got the right to change our mind, right? We we can possibly uh, change uh, the, the, their minds. Uh, and, and then the last thing uh, was the inflation. They're they're very happy. Clearly, moving down substantially, uh, kind of going with that tone. Uh, they generally perceived a high degree of uncertainty. Surrounding the economic outlook. This is what we talked about yesterday, right? Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I don't think anybody really knows. Like Jason said, uh, March is a long way away. There's plenty of time uh, for uh, different things to occur. I know next week we'll probably shift gears and start talking about uh, a government shutdown again. Uh, is there going to be money for Ukraine and Israel, uh, and then, of course, the continuing resolutions, but on the jobs front. And this one's, you know, it's, it's interesting because we didn't get the normal seasonal hiring, uh, but these are seasonally adjusted numbers. I don't know if they made an adjustment for that, but when we get back, we'll go over the ADP jobs number and then the first-time jobless claims number, both of them that I'll, I will tell you right now, I thought they were good. I thought they were good numbers. Solid. Uh, the economy looks okay to me. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Thursday. A, a quick look in at the markets here. The Dow uh, after being down uh, the last several days, uh, up 260 points. The S&P is up 20. Uh, the NASDAQ uh, up 30. Gold's up 10. 
Silver's up five. The ten-year note uh, three nine eight. Uh, so right, you know, right below four uh, percent. Uh, and the dollar uh, lower today. And I think that's going to be the theme for. 2024 uh, is a lower dollar uh, and higher commodity prices, mainly in the gold and silver markets. We talked about copper yesterday as well. Uh, But again, the big thing here, I think the Fed minutes had it right. No one's really sure what this economic outlook is really going to be. Uh, But that's why, you know, we talk about diversity here all the time. You got to have everything, right? You got to have some gold and silver. You you have to have, you know, your four hundred one k, your IRA, right? You got to be, you know, in stocks. Uh, But uh, you also got to check out other alternatives, and that's why we talk about why refi. Because a lot of times, you know, let's face it, some of the stuff we invest in you don't like. You kind of well, I got to do it, but I don't really like it, right? You know, look at Warren Buffett. Half of his money is in one stock. It's crazy, right? It's Apple, right? Half of his money is in one single stock. Uh, you know, it just kind of tells you what Warren Buffett probably thinks of most of Wall Street. But uh, you know what? Check out why refi. Up to 10.25% return. Such a great story, right? This is people that have defaulted on private student loans, not the federal stuff that nobody's paying on right now. Uh, But uh, just a great story about how uh, these people have been written off. And it's really sad because uh, when I was talking to to Lane, he's the guy uh, that runs Y-Refi. He used to trade uh, student debt for a living. That was kind of his job. And and like a lot of things, he's like, man, there's got to be a better way. This is crazy. I don't like what I do here. You know, these people, they, they just graduate from college, and and the vast majority of people, especially on the private side, see, the federal side, they give you all, ah, you can, don't pay, and we'll talk to you later, we'll give you a few years, um, you know, maybe you haven't even paid in 10 years, deferments, you don't get that in the private side. You don't get that. And these banks just destroy these people uh, and their co-signers, most of them, they default within six months of graduation. And, you know, like a lot of you can't get rid of it. It never goes away. Well, a lot of these people, hey, you know what? When I got out, I wasn't, I didn't get the job I thought I was going to get, but I've got it now. Man, if someone just give me a break, I can make a payment here. That's what Y-Refi does. It's such a great story. The average person they help has their entire student loan debt paid off in eight and a half years. It, it's a great story. It's a great company. Just shows you. If we can get government out of the way, we can probably handle so much of the stuff that ails us right now. But check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. And remember, it's not correlated to the stock market. It has nothing to do with Wall Street. They don't care. Right? Now up, down, uh, rates go up, rates go down, people lose their job, don't lose, they don't care. Check them out, 888-Y-REFI-24. So as we said, Jason, we got two data points. First, let's go with jobless claims. 
back down to just over 200,000, 202,000. This number has been super low ever since uh, they reopened from, from COVID, and it remains uh, very low. This was a, a, a number that's near the lows of the year. Uh, and then inside of that, we watch for continuing claims. That one's been rising. In other words, well, if you did lose your job, you're having a hard time finding one. That one fell a little bit. So overall, a really good report on jobless claims. And then we had ADP. Uh, they're a payroll processor. So they're, they're uh, companies uh, hire them to do their payroll, right? That, so that, that they, they do uh, what they call the private sector jobs report. This is the one that normally comes out on Wednesday. But because of the holiday, it came out today. Uh, 164,000. Now, that's the best number since August. Uh, it's been in that, you know, 120, 130 range. Uh, it's not a superstar report, but not bad, right? Not bad. Uh, it By the sectors, uh, most all of the jobs were in service. So we had... Uh, manufacturing down 13,000, natural resources and mining was down 2,000, construction was up 24,000. So good, that's what we call good producer and jobs, only 9,000. And, and I think that's kind of in line. That's kind of been the trend. On the service side, 155,000 to get you to the 164. IT was down a couple thousand. Uh, financial activity and uh, eighteen thousand professional business services. That's the high-paying jobs. Only a thousand there. Uh, the big uh, education, health services, up forty-two thousand. So that that that's been kind of the you know when we look at education, that's government and then health. Uh, that was a little bit on the lighter side. But leisure and hospitality. Remember last month we had a negative number. That's your waiters and waitresses and uh, your maids and things of that nature. Uh, a, a little bounce back here, up 59,000 wages. Uh, when you change jobs, average person changing jobs got 8% more money in the job check. That was down from 8.3, still way too high. Staying at your current job. They said that you earned 5.4% more. Uh, and again, that's down from 5.6%, but still wage inflation still there. Uh, the biggest thing I think out of this report, Jason, was the Midwest and the South actually saw jobs decline. And we had job growth in the Northeast and the West. So we may be starting, it's early yet. Uh, but we may be starting to see certain parts of the country maybe starting to struggle uh, just a little bit here. Yeah, I, yeah, I, th I think that's uh, definitely happening. I, I, I see struggles just around here in Colorado, and this is this is considered a highly uh, highly growing area and, and, and economically stable. So, if I'm seeing some cracks around here, I can imagine certain parts of the country, Joe, what they're what they're facing right now. So. Yeah, yeah, I totally I get that what you just read because that's that's what's going to happen in a lot more areas as as 2024 rolls along, Joe. 
and a big layoff announcement out of Xerox. Uh, they're they're laying off uh, three thousand employees, and they say that is going to take less than ninety days to accomplish. So the pink slips are going to start uh, showing up. I guess from Xerox uh, a little faster than some people uh, may may have been expecting, uh, but but Jason overall still though when we look at the, the at least the numbers now we got the government number tomorrow, uh, but I think really good on jobless claims uh, and, and and even on the uh, ADP number not terrible this this doesn't say. Hey, hey uh, we need to cut rates. Obviously, this doesn't say we're going to cut rates at the next Fed meeting. Uh, that's for sure. You know, you know, uh, when when you look at uh, what's happening with with the slowing down of businesses, Joe, it's it's uh, direct directly uh, correlated to what's been happening the last few years. Uh, of course, the inflation is is the biggest part uh, with with rates. Up, up, up! You know, going up crazy and and and, and uh, being at their highs in 2023. Uh, this puts the strain on everybody around you. We we know that the commercial uh, property sector is doing really poorly, Joe. And so, with, with the the higher interest rates and businesses are rely on loans, it's going to cause this kind of grief. It's going to cause it's going to cause hardships for for those that are trying to make ends meet, especially business owners. I I think small business owners. I've been Looking around at some of the ones that I know and talking to them, it's just freezing up. It's just, you know, I think I said this before, businesses that had business three months out, four months out, just six months, eight months ago, are now just two weeks out, three weeks out. They're looking for business. It's not filling in like it was. And so, yeah, slowdowns, that's going to be the name of the game in 2024. Well, I think we'll be talking a lot about business, especially small business slowing down, Joe. Well, I'm going to say what isn't slowing down. Uh, we talked briefly about this yesterday about the debt. Let, let's just look. Uh, interest uh, on the debt jumped another $177 billion. Uh, we now, uh, 2024. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with the continuing resolutions and are we going to make some deal with border security and money for. Uh, Ukraine and Israel, but right now it looks like the debt, the interest payments on the debt are going to overtake defense spending. So defense spending is right near a trillion dollars. looks like interest on the debt is going to be over a trillion dollars. And then, of course, that only leaves you Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. That, that's all that is higher. When we look at Medicare, man, I just don't know how we can keep affording these things. Up $126 billion. That was a jump of 18%. And, of course, we, we keep trying to uh, make it work for people. Well, you're poor and this. Well, well, well this... We'll just throw in some more subsidies and some more subsidies and some more subsidies. I want to warn everybody, Medicare and Medicaid run out of money well before Social Security and the, what do they say, 2033 for Social Security. Uh, but that's only if 
They don't take Social Security money to fund Medicare and Medicaid because that's going to run out by, I want to say, 2026. So what they normally would do is they would just say, well, we'll just put a little bit more of the Social Security money uh, over into Medicare Medicaid. So I, I don't, that's what I think they would do. I still think, uh, you know, right around that 2029, 20, 2030, 20, 20, we're going to have a problem. In, in these, uh, well, I guess the third rail of the economy, Medicaid spending increased by $24 billion. Uh, that was a 4% increase. So, by the way, the interest on the debt shot up hundred, just a little bit, 133%. Medicare spending, 18%. Medicaid spending, 4%. The pension benefit guarantee company and we haven't talked a lot about this but these are pensions that went belly up and the government steps up and you get pennies on the dollar here you know you're not you're not getting what what the companies promised you that was up 38 billion dollars i mean i'm just you know 177 126 24 38 I mean, that's $365 billion right there. And then FDIC spending amounted to $92 billion. That was an increase of $101 billion. Normally, the FDIC gets money. Every 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 quarter, the bank's got to pay into the FDIC. But, yeah, uh, we, gotta, we definitely have... A debt crisis brewing on the horizon. We'll be back. 800 I think that's probably going to be the big story for 2024 uh, and why I think we're going to see another strong, strong year in the gold markets. Uh, the reverse repo facility, uh, we had... Crazy stuff happened at the end of the year and then uh, all this money flowing out at the beginning of this year. But the long long story short, we've got, depending on who you ask, right, three to six months left of this repo facility. Uh, we just talked about how much more money the government is spending on the entitlements. Not to mention the interest on the debt, not to mention defense, right? So the, you know, really when you think about the, the big spending in government, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, interest on the debt, in defense, right? I mean, that, that's kind of the, the big, the big, uh, the big four. That's over $5 trillion, That's that's more money than we take in in taxes, and we haven't done anything yet, right? I mean, we haven't done anything yet. We we haven't done anything other uh, than those four programs. So you you see uh, the crazy situation we're in. We we talk about hey, there may be another government shutdown coming. Well, are they talking about cutting Social Security? Are they talking about cutting Medicare or Medicaid? 
They can't cut the interest on the debt, right? There's nothing, you know, too late, that, right? That, that's, that's already out the door. And the one thing they all agreed upon was defense spending. That, that's the, that was the one thing they all, okay, yeah, let's do that. $980 billion, whatever it was. It was just under a trillion dollars. Jason, this is the thing I don't think most people understand. There's not a lot left after that right and you look at all the rest of these programs it's it really is a drop in the bucket when it comes to what's going on with the debt the reason why our debt is skyrocketing is because of the big four i mean you can literally go back and say you know what we're gonna cut spending on everything else by three percent but they'll never do that. But let's just say they did that. Um, you know how much you'd save? Maybe, maybe a couple hundred billion dollars if you're lucky. Probably not even that. There's just not enough meat on the bone anywhere else. And now all of a sudden, all this excess money that COVID covered up. Because Jason, you know, he mentioned it yesterday. We were heading into a big crisis at the end of 2019. People forget, right? They called it uh, the the taper tantrum, right? And, and really, what that was was a warning sign about the liquidity in these debt markets. You got to remember, we're not the only country with debt. Every they all got debt, and they all want to sell it. Right? It, it, it's, I mean, Japan wants to sell instead, right? China wants to sell instead. Germany, France, England, the EU, everybody wants to sell their debt. I think there's two big stories outside of, you know, are we going to have the recession? Is it going to be big? Are people going to lose their jobs? That's one story. But I think the bigger story is going to be we're going to see the end of the reverse repo facility. The end of quantitative tightening. And I would not be surprised, Jason, if we had liquidity problems like we did during the temper tantrum of 2019, where the Fed's got to create a a facility once again, and then, of course, uh, reintroduce quantitative easing. Because uh, it's just simple math. How much debt? Does everybody really need? If they start printing money, you will see gold go up before that. You know, before before as the decisions being made, gold will take off, and everything is just going to blow up. It, you know, I, we're not. You know, twenty twenty three wasn't a huge uh, sales year for a lot of gold and silver companies. You know, Joe, Joe and I, we didn't we didn't have a record year in twenty twenty three. And I was talking to a real I was talking to a real estate guy. And if they drop the rates, and especially if they decide to start printing, you're going to see just let's just go with homes. Home prices are going to just soar. You're going to see you're going to see housing prices go down. You're going to see housing. You're going to see these new builders and and home sales come to a freeze. But the home price is going up, and no one's going to buy it. No one's going to buy it. You know, gold's at all time record highs. Our phone should be ringing off the hook night and day. People, you know, that's what usually happens in the years I've been doing with Patriot Trading. 
And not, you know, we, we got customers, but it's it's not like it's not like what happened uh, in the last few years during COVID and and uh, during the the beginning of the the Ukraine war and during the January six emergencies where people you know felt a little uneasy and and, and gold was hitting that two thousand dollar range. No, it's 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 showing, Joe. The people don't have the people that were saving. They put it in gold and silver. Our customers, those people don't have savings. People that couldn't save. Are now getting a second and a third job. They're trying anything they can just to make it work. And and Joe, the the jobless numbers, you know, that that the the Fed wants to go up to show indications of why they can slow and drop rates. And uh, it's going to take a while for it to you know to, for it to really, really, really be bad on the job side. But it's going to happen. You know, people have people really need to get ready for the, the price of things to really go high. I mean, the inflation we just went through that was. That was the warm-up. That was that was the preseason, Joe, for inflation. As far as I'm concerned, the, the the real stuff is getting ready to hit us, and people better get ready. You know, if you got you got cash sitting around doing nothing, you're insane not to have it in gold and silver to to ride this thing out, Joe. Well, let me tell you why I love what's happening right now. Because you're right. What what normally happens when we see high gold prices. Look at the, the the taper tantrum of 2019. We had a big jump in gold. Big jump. Matter of fact, that's kind of started uh, this latest rally in gold. Then, of course, it rolled into COVID. But there was fear. And usually what happens when the fear subsides, the gold price falls back down. That's not happening this time. Remember, and I talked about it at the end of last year, gold's gotten real comfortable above $2,000. This is, we are getting ready now for the next, like this is a clear indicator that, hey, without any fear, look at what gold is still doing. And I think, unfortunately for us, the fear's coming here uh, in the next, whether it's going to be 90 days, 60 days, 120 days. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday. Uh, gold's up 11 here. Uh, 2055. Silver's up 10. 2325. Uh, yesterday we had a great special on 20s. It's better today because gold's up another $10, here. Uh, $20 liberties. Really simple. 1 through 19, $2,250. 10 through 19, $2,240. 20 or more, $2,230. Tell you what, you want to do 50? 2025, if you do 50, 22, 25, sorry, 22, 25, if you want to do 50 or more, at 800-951-0592, if you want to take the, add to your portfolios here, uh, as, again, as we're looking at, forget about everything, I I don't know about jobs, I, I don't, I don't know about housing. I think both are going to be – it's going to be a harder year this year than last year. That's just my, my thought process on that. I, we'll see. Uh, look at Walgreens today. 
Walgreens did okay? They cut their dividend in half? Well, just under half. They were paying 48 cents. Now they're going to pay 25 cents. Why? Well, we need to have more cash. That, that was their answer. We need to have more cash. Well, I, I guess that, that sounds about right. I don't think we're going to get another you know, 20% rise in the S&P. I, I, I doesn't look that way. But all of that, set all of that aside, we're right at the, I, I wish we were towards the end. I, I don't even know if we're in the middle yet of a debt crisis. See, we got fooled with COVID. COVID was a big, big opportunity for the government to cover everything up, and they did. They created so much money. Look at California. Remember how we used to talk about California and Illinois and New Jersey and New York? All went away. Now California, uh uh-oh. We got a $68 billion shortfall. Now now they just said free health care for everybody. Illegals, everybody. Uh, They're doomed. We're going to see all of those come back. Who's going to pay for it all? I mean, right now, consider us fortunate that the banks had an extra $2.5 trillion. And in one year, so think about this, December 31st of 2022, they had $2.5 trillion. But a year and four days later, they have less than $700 billion. Right? I mean, that they, that was almost two trillion dollars in a year gone. Well, where did it go? It had to go buy the debt. So we know we're not going to get very far here. Now, remember, one of the other a big thing that's coming towards the end of January, uh, end of February. I don't know exactly when yet. The Treasury, they got to do another. Well. We're running the checkbook down again. We got to do another special auction. You know that's going to be somewhere around another hundred and twenty billion dollars. I don't know that, Jason. I think when it gets below, this is me. When it gets below four or five hundred billion dollars, I think people are going to start freaking out. I don't think they're going to freak out after it hits zero. I think they're going to freak out before it hits zero, knowing that it's going to hit zero. And then, and then what happens? And I think that's going to be uh, very interesting. What do rates do? Uh, do we have more and more auctions that struggle? Do we get the big tails? Are we going to see the Fed talking about rate cuts, but yet interest rates rise back above 4%, start going back towards 5%, but you're like, well, wait a minute, you're talking about cutting rates. You're supposed to go down. But if there's a not good participation in these auctions, Jason, we know that won't happen. That's right. That's right. And, and I believe at the end of this year, uh, inflation will be back, and I think the Fed will be raising rates at the end of the year. 
I think we'll have lowered wow. rates at the beginning. And it, it, it's going to happen. If, if the inflation hits yeah. hard and fast enough, they'll have to do it. Well, listen, it happened in the 70s. It shouldn't surprise anyone that, that lower rates and, and raising rates in the same year is going to happen. It's already happened before. We're following the 1970s, early 80s. It's, it, we haven't hit the worst part yet. They've, here's the thing. They've, I, I always think this thing is contrived, controlled, is planned out. I mean, not, not to the detail, but they didn't accidentally print all that money in 2020. They didn't accidentally shut the country down for COVID in 2020. You know, these were planned events. You know, they, they wanted to do this. In 2019, I think it's like, uh-oh, well, it's going to happen. Let's, it's, time to, it's time to do what we do. And, and it, they did what they did. And, and Joe, I don't know how the, how, uh, the reset of the, the financial system worldwide is, is going is to come out. But, you know, I, I, you talked about the military budget. The first thing my head was going to when you know, I was listening to you was, you know, if we actually shrunk the government, the, we'd go into a depression. We have 25 million admitted government employees, probably another 75 million dependent upon the government for their for their money. And you, you start you start cutting down the military, you'd have a depression. So so what what do you do if you're trying to heat up the economy? Go start a couple wars, I guess, because military is the biggest part of the budget, right? And look at the wars that are going on. I don't see I don't see the end of this, Joe. Yeah, 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up a Thursday. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here wrapping up this Thursday. Uh, Gold's up 10. Uh, We're going to continue the special from yesterday. And obviously, better deal today. uh, Up another $10. Twenty dollar gold pieces one through nine twenty two fifty ten or more twenty two forty twenty or more twenty two thirty fifty or more twenty two twenty five two thousand two hundred twenty five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two you got gold that. 2055 uh jason you know getting uh you know 20 gold pieces this close to spot it's a great opportunity and the best part is uh as we know because uh there's not huge fear because when we get fear everybody runs to gold and it's a physical thing well, as soon as all of a sudden, well, the gold's disappear, I got to raise my price. And you start paying these big premiums over the spot price. Don't wait for that. We're going to get several of these in 2024. There are going to be several moments where we're going to see fear rise. I don't be surprised, you know, we haven't talked about the banks still got problems. Don't be surprised to see more banks having more problems, especially when the repo facility runs out. Because that's kind of the excess cash behind the scenes. This is a great opportunity here. Don't let it pass you by. And too, you know, it's hard, right? Because a lot of people wait until that, oh my gosh, oh man, I need to, I need to wake up here and, and, and do something. Do it before. You're always, you know, it, it's kind of like buying uh, flood insurance after the flood. That's not going to do you any good. 
buy it before, uh, and today, Jason, is a great opportunity to do it. Yeah, you want to be buying things when when everybody else is selling. You know, there's a lot of people selling their gold. So there's a lot of people selling their assets. There's a lot of people that are doing it. You know, and and, and when this when this the boom bust cycle happens and the bust part starts to happen, you need to be acquiring. If you want to be in a better position in the years to come, you need to be acquiring. And sometimes that means you cut out all of the fringe fun stuff that you do. You knock out the Starbucks coffees and everything, and do everything you can to acquire things. Because from what I'm seeing, Joe, the prices of everything are going to really continue to go up. And so having gold and silver is just the easiest way. Yeah, you could. Uh, I, heard, I heard someone say you could acquire. Uh, you could acquire a massive amount of toilet paper in whatever date, and you, today, 2023, you'd be way ahead. But what about the storage fees? And what if the uh, the bugs get into the packages and all those other problems? Yes, there's there's lots of things that can make you money. But gold and silver, gold doesn't go away at all. Silver, as long as you don't mess with it, it doesn't go away for you know hundreds of years, thousands of years. But you you acquire, you acquire, you acquire when everybody else is hitting the door and selling everything they got because they can't they can't finance it. They can't they they can't afford to live in the inflated times we're in. So, yeah, Joe, listeners should be buying gold almost till it hurts. Obviously, we don't want you to buy it and have to turn around and sell it the next week. That's not the way it's going to work. But you really you really should be pushing every dollar you got into, into something besides cash in the bank, Joe. Yeah, a- absolutely, uh, without a doubt here. By the way, uh, the Nasdaq's gone negative. The Dow and the SP often tie another downgrade for Apple. Uh, again, iPhone demand uh, of course, Apple, one of the big darlings, right, uh, responsible for a lot of this game. Uh, like I said, I think it's going to be a different year on Wall Street this year. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.